Hello, and welcome to Live Well with Jacqueline, the podcast. This is a bonus episode, but before we dive in to the content I'm sharing with you today, I want you to know this may be a triggering episode for some of you because I'm about to talk about childhood trauma and bullying. I have a meaningful mantra and I learned this from Mel Robbins. It's that my story needs to be told. Any time that I might have this feeling of, oh, what am I doing here? Who am I to be saying these things? All that imposter bullshit. Nobody else has my own lived experience. So my story needs to be told. And inside of that is part of the experiences I had growing up as a child who was overweight and the bullying that I received because of that. So let me set the stage for you a little bit. Actually, before I do that, there's a quote that I wanna read to you. And this is from someone who I admire. Um, She says, fear has a concrete power from keeping us from doing and saying the things that are our purpose. Frank's here, moral support. And as I was doing a ride on my Peloton, because I was feeling very, I'm having, a, I'm having emotional feelings today. I'm kind of COVID tired. Lots of things are getting canceled. I'm having sadness, as I say. Um, I was like, I just have to move on this bike so I can get out some of this emotion. Um, and during that ride, Alex Toussaint, always coming up with the best one-liners. And this is one of my favorites. He says, turn your pain into power. So that's what I did. I'm taking some of this childhood pain that I incurred and I'm turning it into my power by making it a badass fucking business. Live well, Jacqueline. So the story has a happy ending, but I do want to share with you just some of the things that happened, I say, for me, but definitely have molded and shaped who I am and they're still here. And that's stuff that I'm still working through when I tell clients, the ones who do and have the most success with me and not only losing but maintaining their weight loss, which by the way is the hardest part, they're the people who are willing to sit in their feelings and get really uncomfortable. They're the people who are willing to look at some of that deep-seated childhood trauma and say, this happened, let me feel that, let me experience that because we carry that through with us, right? And it doesn't mean you can't change it. Your experience, maybe you can't change that, but you can actually change how you respond, okay? You can also change um, what you choose to channel that energy through and how you want to respond to it and what you want to do going forward, right? So instead of grabbing the closest little Debbie snack cake, zebra cakes, thank you very much, I used to ride my black and white heavy bike down to the holiday gas station with a quarter. Save them up, buy those. Um, Maybe we're going to go for that walk and talk. Maybe we're going to hop on the Peloton for 30 minutes instead. And that's what I did. Not saying that I don't (laughs) grab the cookie or the snack cake every once in a while. But more often than not, you'll find me doing something mm, maybe a little more restorative. Okay. 
So just, um, I'm just going to share a couple instances that happened um, when I was younger because I want you to see that I've been through these things too and they make me relatable. They make me human. And I want you to know that every single day I work to stand stronger in my power. Okay, so, you know, I don't love talking numbers, but I just want to give you a little perspective. Um, I hit puberty at an early age, and by the time I was 10, I was um, about 5 feet tall and 110 pounds. Okay, just giving you perspective. So I wasn't obese, but I was roly-poly chunkamungas, is what I call it, okay? Certainly enough to have kids pick on me. Um, we moved to a new town when I was in third grade and there was a neighborhood boy and he wrote this jingle about me. His name was Jim. And this one's good. Here, I'm dedicating this to Jim. What's that noise? What's that shaking? Here it comes. Here it comes. Earthquake. He thunder thighs. So that was a great welcome wagon moment for yours truly. <laughs> um, going to school, you know, we, this is the 80s, 80s, well, this is 1990, because I was 10. Um, I had, like, packed a lunch, right? So we'd bring our lunches, and kids at the lunch table would, like, kind of gather at the end and taunt me by giving me their little debbies, because they knew that I liked that. And be like, oh, watch, she's going to eat it. And they would make fun of me for like eating the Star Crunch that they didn't want or the Nutter Butters. By the way, I fucking love a Nutter Butter. Like, when was the last time you had a Nutter Butter? None of those things taste as good anymore. It's not a Nutter Butter. No, it's um, Nutty Buddy. I, I don't remember the name. It's the long chocolate ones with like the layers and you used to break open the layers and you lick the peanut butter and then you like eat them and they're crunchy and flaky and delicious. All that stuff tastes like chemicals nowadays. But back in the day, they're pretty damn delicious. Okay, so there was that. Um, I actually, want, I do want to tell you, the girl, I, the girl who did that, um, I confronted her about it several years ago. And I don't know, I must have probably, I probably had some drinks and I was like, hey, do you remember doing this to me? Um, and she's like, I actually had no idea that I said that to you. And she apologized. We both were crying. And I think I'm sharing that piece of the story with you too, because a lot of times bullies either don't know what they do or they're so upset or sad or broken themselves that they're trying to deflect and put it on somebody else. So we got to have a, a cathartic moment there. Um, in sixth grade, I was in the same classroom as a chunkamunga boy, and we both were um, told that we should get married because we were both fat, and we would have fat babies together, and two fat people should be together. Um, he and I did not get married. <laughs> Uh, but I was sad. I was like, that doesn't even make sense. Oh, there was actually another one that happened back in third grade. I'm sorry. I have to rewind because this one's important. I had a crush on this boy. So, you know, like you, th those little hormones like start happening. And I had this crush on this boy in third grade and he had like a little crony 
And he found out I had a crush on him. But he really loved this, like, very beautiful blonde girl in class. And he told me that he would never go out with me um, because I was fat. So think about this. So now (laughs) I'm being told that I'm not worthy of um, love, basically, uh, because I'm fat. I'm being told that I should only be with a fat person if I am going to be in love or get married. So this is not going very well for me. How are how am I supposed to hear this? When you're a child, a lot of your self-worth is wrapped up into what other people are saying to you, what your family says to you, what people think of you. You're just trying to fit in. This was tough. And especially coming into a new school and new town, it was really hard to kind of get a footing. So you can imagine my self-confidence was really really struggling. So in eighth grade, um, I weighed 143 pounds. And so I had probably tapped out at my height. I'm 5'4". And so I was still chubby. I mean, most girls, and I even hate to generalize, but I'll tell you, like most girls that are like 13 or, you know, somewhere on this like anywhere from like 90 to 120 pounds. And they're like, you know, super trim. And they're like being able to wear these clothes. And I couldn't like do all those things because the confidence wasn't there and which was the biggest part right like I could do those things but I didn't see it in my body other people were telling me that I maybe shouldn't and that's when I went on my first diet and I've taught you about this I for Lent uh gave up meat and so my favorite, my favorite pizza at the time was a Pizza Hut meat lovers pizza. Now, if you go ahead and take a look at like what is all on that kind of pizza, like it's legit, just like amazing, but a fucking calorie bomb. And so it goes to show, like if I'm gonna give up meat and all the things that I'm enjoying that have meat on them, like I'm gonna lose weight pretty quickly. And that's what ended up happening. So. Once in the spring, which was like March-ish. So school gets out a couple months later. I had been staying with this kind of vegetarian lifestyle. It transcended into the space. And I was playing softball. So before you know it, I had lost, I don't know, 20, 25 pounds. I'd gotten down to about 115 pounds. So going into freshman year, think about this. I mean, that's hard as hell as it is. You're you're going into school with the big dogs. Everybody, like, had their summer. They're coming in. They're wanting to feel good, look good, do the damn thing. And yours truly showed up. Like, I got the assignment. And I felt good. I had this confidence. I was like, this, I, I've been I'm moving my body. I was playing ball. And I felt good. I really did. And that confidence really came out my personality. Now, I've always been kind of an outspoken, kind of loud girl. Shocking. I'm sure you're shocked. But this was like another level. And maybe it's the first or second week of school. I'm doing my thing. Being loud, drawing attention to myself. That's just part of who I am. And a girl who's a senior, or maybe she was a junior, she came up to me in the lunchroom and tapped me and was (laughs) she tapped me on like either my face or my arm and started yelling talking at me 
asking me who I thought I was and why I thought I deserved to be so happy. And it just, she, her intention was to shut me down and being like, who's this fucking freshman showing up, acting all that. What did we say back in the nights? Acting all that in a bag of chips. So I was like being super confident and she was like, who the fuck are you? Sit down. This is not your place to do this. And she doesn't know me. She doesn't know my backstory. She just saw me as being someone who was happy and gregarious and loud and kind of shining and she tried to dim my light so I walked out of that space and just felt sad because I basically took away from that experience that I wasn't worthy of being that happy according to this girl very popular girl by the way so I kind of stumbled through freshman and sophomore year um Ended up getting a death threat letter written to me on the gym locker room by another group of girls. Um, I'll, I'll share this with you because why not? This is a vulnerable episode. They called me the Noxima bitch because um, I looked like that really beautiful girl, Rebecca Gayhart, at the time. And um, that was tough, you guys. That was a moment when I was like, oh, why? <laughs> Why are you trying to dim my light again? But I didn't let it stop me. I did think about transferring schools. <laughs> there was a big conversation. I was like, I don't know if I can go back here. These people are so mean. Um, but I turned that pain into power. And so I just, Frankie's really loud today. I just decided I'm not going to let these people win. And I'm just going to keep being me. And so I did. <sighs> um, you know, I stayed at that school. Obviously, I graduated, went on to do more schooling. Um, I'm going to work on not saying um, by the way. I just want you to know that painful things happen to us when we're young. And those things can absolutely have an effect on who we become as adults. But it doesn't mean we have to let it completely define us. We get a choice of how we get to channel that pain and that energy. That's something I do work on every single day. And every single day I get a little bit stronger and I get another chance. And if you're listening to this episode right now, you got another chance too because you woke up today. So I hope that this episode got to give you a little bit more insight into me and part of my story. If you feel that me sharing this was helpful for you and it might be helpful to somebody else in your life, I'd love it if you would share this episode. As always, thanks again for tuning in to the Live Well with Jacqueline podcast. Have a great day.